sweet one. And also a special hello to Mark and also to Dave. We often wish that this world was a kinder place. But perhaps, instead of immediately focusing on the macrovision, we should be deconstructing and looking at ourselves first. We often find ourselves unhappy because we can never live up to the unrealistic expectations we set for ourselves. And when we don't live up to this perfect vision, we bombard ourselves with negative thoughts and negative comments. So my sweet one, this is what I would like you to do. Every time you think or say something negative about yourself, I want you to immediately say two positive things about yourself. And I want you to expand that out so that every time you find yourself saying something negative about another, I want you to immediately try to stop yourself and reverse and say something positive instead. These acts will seem forced and insincere at first, but they will help to retrain your brain to be a kinder entity to yourself and to the world, and it will aid in your happiness. I would love for you to start this activity tomorrow, but for tonight, sweet one, I have a story that I picked out just for you. And it's called The Robber Bridegroom. I do hope you like it. There once upon a time was a miller who had a beautiful daughter. And as she was grown up, he wished that he could provide for her and well married. He thought, if any good suitor comes and asks for her, I will give her to him. Not long afterwards, a suitor did come, who appeared to be very rich, and as the miller had no fault to find with him, he promised his daughter to him. The maiden, however, did not like him quite so much, as a girl should like the man to whom she is engaged and had no confidence in him. Whenever she saw or thought of him, she felt a secret horror. Once he said to her, You are my betrothed, and yet you have never once paid me a visit. The maiden replied, I know not where your house is. Then said the bridegroom, My house is out there in the dark forest. She tried to excuse herself and said she could not find the way there. The bridegroom said, Next Sunday you must come out there to me. I have already invited the guest, and I will strew ashes in order that you may find your way through the forest. When Sunday came and the maiden had set out on her way, she became very uneasy. She herself knew not exactly why, and to mark her way, she filled both her pockets full of peas 
and lentils. Ashes were strewn at the entrance of the forest, and as she followed, but at every step she threw a couple of peas on the ground. She walked almost a whole day until she reached the middle of the forest, where it was the darkest, and there stood a solitary house, which she did not like, for it looked so dark and dismal. She went inside it, but no one was within, and the most absolute stillness reigned. Suddenly, a voice cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear, tis a murderer's house you enter here. The maiden looked up and saw that the voice came from a bird, which was hanging in a cage on the wall. Again, it cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear, tis a murderer's house you enter here. Then the young maiden went on further from one room to another and walked through the whole house. But it was entirely empty and not one human being was to be found. At last, she came to the cellar and there sat an extremely aged woman whose head shook constantly. Can you not tell me, said the maiden, if my betrothed lives here? Alas, poor child, replied the old woman, whither have you come? You are in a murderer's den. You think you are a bride soon to be married, but you will keep your wedding with death. Look, I have been forced to put a great kettle on here with water in it, and when they have you in their power, they will cut you to pieces without any mercy, and they will cook you and eat you, for they are eaters of human flesh. If I do not have compassion on you and save you, you will be lost. Thereupon, the old woman led her behind a great hogshead where she could not be seen. Be still as a mouse, she said. Do not make a sound or move, or all will be over for you. At night, when the robbers are asleep, we will escape. I have long waited for an opportunity. Hardly was this done that the godless crew came home, and they dragged with them another young girl. And they were drunk and paid no heed to her screams and her lamentations. They gave her wine to drink, three glasses full, one glass of white wine, one of red, and a glass of yellow. And with this, her heart burst in twain. Thereupon, they tore off her delicate raiment and laid her on the table and cut her beautiful body in pieces and strewed salt thereon. The poor bride behind the cast trembled and shook, for she saw right well what fate the robbers had destined for her. One of them noticed a gold ring on the finger of the murdered girl, and as it would not come off at once, he took an axe and cut the finger off. But it sprang up in the air away from the cask and fell straight into the bride's bosom. The robber took a candle and wanted to look for it, but he could not find it. Then another of them said, Have you looked behind the great hogshead? But the old woman cried, Come and get something to eat and leave off looking till the morning. The finger will not run away from you. 
Then the robbers said that the old woman was right, and they gave up their search and sat down to eat. And the old woman poured a sleeping draught in their wine, and soon they lay down in the cellar and slept and snored. And when the bride heard that, she came out from behind the hogshead and had to step over the sleepers, for they lay and rose on the ground, and great was her terror, lest that she should waken one of them. But God helped her, and she got safely over, and the old woman went up with her and opened the doors, and they hurried out of the murderer's den with all their speed and their power. The wind had blown away the strewn ashes, but the peas and the lentils had sprouted and grown up and showed them the way in the moonlight. They walked the whole night until in the morning they had arrived at the mill, and then the maiden told her father everything exactly as it happened. And when the day came for the wedding to be celebrated, the bridegroom appeared, and the miller had invited all of his relations and all of his friends. And as they sat at the table, each was bidden to relay something. The bride sat still, and she said nothing. Then said the bridegroom to the bride, Come, my darling, do you know nothing? relayed something to us like all the rest. She replied, Then I will relate a dream. I was walking alone through a wood, and at last I came to a house in which no living soul was. But on the wall there was a bird in a cage which cried, Turn back, turn back, young maiden dear. Tis a murderer's house you enter here. And this it cried once more. But my darling, I only dreamt this. Then I went through all the rooms, and they were all empty, and there was something so horrible about them. At last, I went down into the cellar, and there sat a very, very old woman whose head shook. I asked her, Does my bridegroom live in this house? And she answered, Alas, poor child, you have gotten into a murderer's den. Your bridegroom does live here, and he will hew you in pieces and kill you, and then he will cook you and eat you. But, my darling, I only dreamt this. But the old woman hid me behind a great hogshead, and scarcely was I hidden when the robbers came home, dragging a maiden with them, to whom they gave three kinds of wine to drink, one white, one red, and one yellow with which her heart broke in twain. But my darling, I only dreamt this. Thereupon they pulled off her pretty clothes and hewed her fair body in pieces on a table and sprinkled them with salt. But my darling, I only dreamt this. And then one of the robbers saw that there was still a ring on her little finger, and as it was hard to pull off, he took an axe and he cut it off, but the finger sprang up into the air and sprang behind the great hogshead and fell in my bosom. And there is a finger with the ring. And with these words she drew it forth and showed it to those present. The robber, who was during the story becoming pale as ashes, 
leapt up and wanted to escape, but the guest held him fast and delivered him to justice. Then he and his whole troop were executed for their infamous deeds. And that, my sweet one, is the story of the robber bridegroom. I do hope you have more pleasant dreams than this. And I hope tomorrow will be a positive and wonderful day for you. Until next time when we get a chance to talk. Good night, my sweet one. Sweet dreams. (laughs) 